Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We're estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven people who are killing it in life. They deserve to be celebrated, and on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and in between our interview episodes, we'll have Beauty School, where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun, and we have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too. So, why not talk about all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Plus, we'll be answering listener questions, so be sure to write us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Oh, hey guys. Hey. <laughs> it's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. You guys, today we have an incredible guest. We have, okay, so we always talk about how we have the most incredible smart women who come through our studio, and this is another example of one of those women. Today we're speaking with Cindy Lai, who is an engineer and a liquidity designer. She provides technical and fundraising support to developers, founders, and emerging managers. But really, she's just a bad bitch who's here to speak to us on crypto. <laughs> if you don't know what the fuck crypto is or you want to know more about it. Today's the day that you're going to find out. You're going to find out some shit. Let me tell you guys a little bit more about Sydney. So she has been named an LGBT technology leader by the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy. She's a TEDx speaker on ecosystem design and is now a developer advocate, bridging development tools integrations. To date, she's helped early stage companies raise $41 million in venture capital. Goddamn. That's insane. And she walked into TBB one day. <laughs> And said, you're really funny. Do you have an audience that might want to learn about crypto? And I said, girl, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> let's let's get it popping. But I don't know. I'm excited because, you know, we've been doing the Body Care Chronicles. And I think that's something that is really, really important, especially as independent women today, is getting our finances in order and learning about all of these different tools that can be used to build our wealth, which is going to be what you know we live in a capitalist society it's really what pushes our lives forward unfortunately or unfortunately but sydney talks about all of this in a way that is easy to understand yes and also puts it plainly that you you don't need to have shit tons of money yes to be able to invest yes you and i think that's small. the most important thing because not all of us get to make a lot of money in life Totally. But we all need to take care of ourselves mm -hmm. and we all need to be able to rely on ourselves and not have to rely on another person. And this is how you do it with these different wealth building tools. And unfortunately, we live in a place where nobody will teach you this. You have to go out of your way to want to learn it. And since you guys insist on listening to us for some reason, we can bring you. <laughs> We're going to keep bringing you the smartest women that we know that are going to help you be the smartest woman that you know. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So, I don't know, guys. That's enough from me. Without further ado, here is our conversation with Sydney Lai. Hey everyone, my name is Sydney Lai and I am also in Brooklyn with both of you. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here because I think that when you work in the industry, you, you're always talking about how do we get more people to learn about this? How do we get people to adopt this? But you're talking to peers who have already gotten here, 
right? So I'm really excited for this conversation because it's like, hey, you don't work in the industry and, and maybe you don't even work in tech. So what are the questions that you have? How can I better produce or create this type of industry so that you can participate it so that you can consume it in a much more palatable way? Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that. So you're here to speak with us today about crypto and I guess for the audience to know, Sydney is a client of ours and she just came in one day and I don't know, I think that sometimes like when bad bitches meet, there's like a little eruption, like a little, yeah. you can feel yeah, yeah, the yeah. energy between people and we just like hit it off and you're just like, this is what I'm into. I would love to speak with you about this if you had a second. And I was like, well, girl, I got a podcast. So you can. <laughs> Share your talk message. to a bunch of people. Exactly. Yes. So, this is technically our first conversation, honestly, like since that meeting. So, the listeners have a chance to really learn everything as we learn, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, Sydney, like wherever you want to open the conversation, I guess, like, what is cryptocurrency? Yeah. What's cryptocurrency? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that the question of what is crypto is, is very, very large. It can be very nuanced as well. Because, in, in a way, it's, it's almost asking at the same time, what is tech and what is finance and what is this new asset that I hear everyone talking about? So really for me to join today's episode, and I so appreciate you having me here today, my, my main purpose of today is actually just helping people debunk the understanding of what crypto is. I think there are a lot of information online, some of them very toxic, some of them are also misinformation. And it's really just to break it down into layman's terms so that you can understand how to approach this and how we can make this work for us, not just the traditional tech ecosystem, not just the traditional banking system, uh, and really just beyond, again, the articles that you see in the Rolling Stones, Forbes, all that stuff, just yeah. to break it down in a very conversational way. Because I think that when we talk about wealth and making money, yes, there are articles. You can learn a lot online, but if you think about the transfer of knowledge of wealth, especially generational wealth, it is oral and is through your parents or is through your mentors. Mm -hmm. And I think that this actually actually applies to those who are learning about any type of new field. May it be crypto, may it be <laughs> financial education. Yeah. Uh, but I can also give you a very like more specific type of definition for crypto if you want to go into that as well. Yeah, well, cool. one thing that I love that you kind of brought up and you know, I've been talking about this a lot lately is I've been very interested in systems that work so well that we don't even know that they're working. And whenever I bring this up, people are like, oh, girl, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, systems of oppression. That's a perfect example. Something that works and we don't even know that it's it works so well. We don't even know that it's working. And one of my clients made a very like the best comparison or the best example of this, I should say, not a comparison. And she said, well, yeah, it's financial literacy. That's a great example of a system of oppression that works so well that we don't even know that it's working. And when she said that, I was like, girl, mind blown, right? We all think that we can read. So bitch, I know how to spend money. I know what money is. And that's part of the system of oppression is like, they taught us how to read, but they didn't tell us anything about money, about financial literacy, mm -hmm. and that's why it works so well. So please, darling. No one warned, warned us that as adults, we'd get like 10 credit card offers in the mail every day. And, yeah. and if you don't know better, you're going to be like, oh, I guess this, there's a credit card for me. Or like, yeah. even as like, an example yes, of like day-to-day, yes. -day, you know. Totally. Or that like money comes in, and that doesn't mean that all of it has to go out. Just because this yeah. certain amount comes in doesn't mean it all has to go out. You should be spending, like, you know, dividing it. In the, just how money fucking works. Just, like, the basics of how money works. We yeah. know how to construct a sentence, but we don't know how to spend and exactly. receive money. Do you know? Exactly. So I, teach and, us, girl. <laughs> and so I think, like, is exactly, exactly this. And, and because I'm an engineer, oftentimes I'm on engineering podcasts. But today... I'm on, on the show because I think that just like beauty, wealth affects every single person. It, it affects every single person. And there's always that saying, you know, something like health is wealth or wealth is health or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is, I think if you are a naturally curious person, um, you, will, you would be kind of drawn to how do these systems work, you know, to your point, Elizabeth. And, and I think, Alex, back to your question of what is crypto, Crypto, I'm going to use an analogy. It's, it's an application. So oftentimes you might hear crypto and sometimes you'll hear blockchain. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of blockchain. Yes. So blockchain, 
I'm going to use an analogy. This isn't the best analogy, but it's the most palatable analogy. Okay. Blockchain is like an operating system, like iOS on your phone, Android on your, you know, Android phone, Windows operating system, blockchain is an operating system. There are multiple different types of blockchains, just as there was once a Windows phone. Oh my God. So there's different types of blockchains, AKA different types of operating systems. Crypto is an application, one of the most famous applications. Bitcoin is the most famous crypto. It is the most famous app, just like TikTok. There's also Instagram. There's also, you know, Cash App, Venmo, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, crypto is just an is just an application on an operating system that is blockchain. And there's, again, different types of crypto, different types of blockchains. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. Easy, right? Super easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. I just hear the, the, these words now, now yeah. yeah, these are all brand new terms. Also, these things like didn't exist. How like how new is all of this? Right? It seems brand new to me. I'm sure that yes. it isn't. Nothing yes. just so, appears overnight. It, exactly. So there is different what we have in the industry called the adoption curve. So you can think of the adoption curve as your willingness to adopt Uber from I don't want to get into a stranger's car to I need an Uber or I'm going to kill myself. Right? Right, right. I got to get somewhere. Right. right. So there's that adoption curve that can be seen also in Fitbits as well. Right. The, the watches, you're like, that looks stupid. I don't want to wear it. Okay. I got one for Christmas. I guess I'm going to wear it. Right. 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 So crypto has been around for a very long time. Blockchain has been around since 1992, Ooh, but it's all wow. about the adoption curve. And so if you think about food deliveries that really, you know, you've probably been using food delivery maybe as early as 2018. I did not start using food delivery until the pandemic, right? However, food delivery as a startup where you can go online and order food and have it delivered to your, excuse me, groceries to your door actually started in the late 90s. Mm. But the adoption curve did not make sense at the time. Right. Because there, you know, Elizabeth, what you said, there was just too many frictions in place. Right. It didn't actually make sense. So... I actually started going to Bitcoin conferences as early as 2013. I had clients that I worked with that had Bitcoin at 2013. I have emails of clients emailing me that Bitcoin was $412 at the time. Wow. Right. And then uh, I went to UC Berkeley and my background is a sociology major. And I actually worked, uh, one of my mentors, his name is Michael, and he was a graduate student at Berkeley. And together, he taught me, we worked together on uh, research for the Ethereum core development team. So Ethereum is the second largest uh, both blockchain protocol or operating system, as well as crypto, you know, the app, the application. So if you see Bitcoin, you know, at the time of the recording, it's about 61K. Uh, you know, Ethereum is probably around 4, 4K. Mm -hmm. And just kind of a fun fact, um, another early adopter, you know, we talked about the adoption curve is actually Paris Hilton. So she started DJing for Ethereum, the core development team around 2016 in Ibiza. Mm -hmm. And so she's been an early, early uh, Ethereum holder. And she's now a huge NFT crypto influencer as well. So she shows up mm. at a lot no of the conferences. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, she's, she's, she's a very smart woman. I've been obsessed she's really with a very her smart show woman. on Netflix, Cooking with Paris. I think it's just called Cooking with Paris, where she yes. just has different guests on and cooks. Oh, that's fun. Yes. Anyway. She's a very smart woman. She's she a very is. smart woman, down, right, right down to her persona that we all think she's a big dum dum. Yeah, like, yeah, just, no, just, it's, yeah. You, you, you sell what people want to buy, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and I think this goes back to you know this question again of what is crypto. I mean, I think that we can talk about that one question, what is crypto, for a whole episode. But the last thing I'll say is I think one of the reasons, and there's, there's multiple reasons, but one reason crypto is hard to grasp or understand or to adopt is there's actually just one information that is missing. And so what that information is, is that crypto, there's different types of tokens. Mm. And these tokens are attached to different types of companies. The reason why stocks are a little bit easier to understand is like, you know, I can ask you, Alex, like, do you want to buy, you know, the Delta Airlines stock? Or do you want to buy maybe Starbucks stock? Or do you want to buy Apple stock? Or do you want to buy Google stock? Uh, Peloton, Bumble, Bumble, the dating app has a stock, right? Mm -hmm. So you will be able to have an opinion. You're, you're going to say, you know, the future of dating is here. I want to buy Bumble. I believe in the mission. I believe in the CEO. Uh, maybe you're like, you know, Starbucks is going downhill. I, I'm just making this up, right? You're, you, know, you can have different opinions about these companies. You have your own research that you can do because you, 
you understand these companies. Mm -hmm. The hard part with crypto is right now, these cryptocurrencies also operate just like the stocks. However, the thing is, it's much harder for you to understand, like, should I buy this crypto or that crypto? Because the knowledge to understand those crypto companies is so steep. You're like, wait, do I want to have a decentralized exchange that can be interoperable with different types of protocols across <laughs> different DEXs? And then can they have liquidity pools? But if they have a liquidity pool, can I also enable a staking mechanism for the, like, literally what did I just say? Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> but it's like, I believe in dating app, that's good versus like, <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to have an interoperable protocol across seven different chains for different exchanges. <laughs> and then what kind of, then what kind of, like, is, are they launching ERC-721s? Are they launching E-1155s? Are they going to have multiple pairing? Like, you, that, so that doesn't even make beyond. sense. Yes, yeah, so, so it's far so beyond, far the, beyond. Our grasp, yeah. Yeah, and so that's why it becomes really hard to really participate in crypto. And so what people end up doing is just tell me what to do, like, tell me which yes. one to buy. Yeah. And and again, that's that's fine. That's totally fine. That's That's fine. But it's just different if I'm like, yes, buy this stock for marble lights you know cigarette company get this for you know the oxycontin people and you're like sure bye right yeah and then you're like why is it falling you're like oh you didn't see the lawsuit against the pharma company that made oxycontin right, right. but if but if you knew this was coming or if you knew that like you know pandemic was closing and people weren't going to go to a movie theater you're going to have like you should i should maybe either you know buy more theater stocks because one day it's going to open up or you know what for now I'm going to just sell all my theater stocks the information it's gonna... is more it's more available and it's more understandable yeah, yeah. yes the information yes. that you're yeah. judging against each other against putting it... one against the other is palatable exactly exactly and I think that that's that's why I really want to be able to have these conversations beyond just engineers beyond just other investors my whole mission is just what kind of education are you looking for and what kind of resources can I provide for you so that you can reach that, yeah. right? And and so I think that, you know, kind of to what you were saying earlier, Elizabeth, is, you know, I come from an immigrant background and it was like very pull your string boots, whatever that is. And the maybe the work education or the financial education was either all self-taught or it was through a grind, mm. right? And so I think that if you are able to understand what may it be technology or finances that allows you to uh, multiply in your acquisition of knowledge and wealth um, that gives you a completely different perspective because you know they always say like all these all these people who have access to wealth they know stuff that we don't know yeah right and so what is that knowledge and, and the last thing I'll say to that when I was a sociology major uh, actually one of my main focus points of my degree was actually studying the different classes and how different classes access wealth. So that was my whole focus. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. And so what does the democratization of crypto look like to you? Because I just heard all of the words that you said and they still it's like I understand what you're where where you're going, but I don't understand how to get there. So I guess what does the democratization of crypto look like? And also, why is this important? Like, why is it important for us to give a shit about, like, you know what I mean? When we all have this one form of money that's working fine, well, we've got multiple forms, right? We've got like the cash, we've got Apple Pay, we've got credit cards. Why should we stray from there? Like, why is crypto very important for all of us to know? Wow, that's such a beautiful question. I, th I think there's uh, two different questions, and I, and I do apologize if I have to re-ask. Um, no, I, I like think, it. <laughs> I think the, you know, one part of the question is, like, why should we care, right? Mm -hmm. Why should we care if, if the money works for us? And I can answer this in two ways. One, I do agree with you. The American dollar, it works perfectly fine. Uh, for countries that it don't work, and this isn't relevant to us, but, you know, bear with us. Let's, let's have some well, patience here. This is a worldwide right. uh, podcast, right? We're beyond right. just New York. <laughs> worldwide, baby. Right. Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Well, th but that's the thing is that, like, I think that our society is very interconnected. You could text someone, you know, up in Berlin immediately, right? And so for those where economies don't work, it can be Venezuela. It can be Lebanon. For those economies that don't work, this actually provides another example, uh, another way for it to work. So mm. if you, so if you're trying to do a bank run and you have to go to the bank and withdraw money, people can't shut you down. As an example, right? Yeah. That's that's one example. So um, Argentina, Argentina also has a completely. They have their own fiat or their cash ecosystem, uh, but they they have their own black market. This has nothing to do with crypto. They just have to go 
buy cash at a cheaper rate from like a bodega or something like that, mm. right? So for countries where their financial banking system is working for them, or sorry, is working for them, it, it's not that applicable. It's like I'm out as much as use cash or Apple Pay. For those banking systems that are failing their people, yeah. Yeah. However, if we want to get even deeper, and especially especially as women, maybe we don't get to pay the same wages. Maybe we don't have access to the same careers. Maybe, you know, whatever it is. And not even just women, right? Different, different economic classes, right? Is our financial system working for us? I don't know, right? And I think that's yeah. where, how we got to where we are today, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's a more like, that's a more theological, academic, philosophical question. Yeah, but right? it's important so, when, we're, when yeah. we're discussing new ways of being, right? Like why? Right. Because yeah. that's such that, a great, those are two excellent examples as to why and that i didn't expect that i didn't expect also but also look we're sitting here very privileged women we're like yes this matters but is it imminent do you know is it imminent for us Mm -hmm. to understand this Mm -hmm. information and Mm -hmm. we're very lucky that it isn't but for a lot of people it is you're absolutely right like the the financial crises that have been happening across the globe and Mm -hmm. in south america and some could argue in this country also are very very real and that's an excellent just mind blowing is that you yeah, kind of just yeah. dropped. Yeah. Because when we talk about, again, because if we talk about, you know, is our financial system working? It, you know, it, you can even go as granular as, I don't know, is application for buying houses, is that equitable? Right. right. Yeah. Is getting a bank account, just a bank account, regardless of your holdings. I used to work at a bank. And if you don't meet the requirements, I'm sorry, you're too poor to own a bank account. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So is our financial system working? You know, it works great for some people, right? Like, right, right. Mm -hmm. And so once I open that type of conversation, then we start to think, actually, I'm not sure if it's working, right? But, you know, does Apple pay, does Venmo, does cash work? Yeah, we have a stable dollar. Thank God, right? Right, right. (laughs) Right? So, right, right. Thank policies, right? Thank (laughs) thank policies. Um, So, so I think, and then this goes back to why for those who are early adopters, we go back to the adoption curve. Those who are early adopters of crypto and blockchain, um, especially my colleagues and I, we really care about the democratization and the technical advancement of the financial system, right? There's tons of cash grabs in this industry. You have jerks who are doing like illegal stuff on the internet. You have people stealing money. You have people just selling these things called NFTs, which are just you know, images for, you know, $50,000. Does that add value? Yes, there's value to art, right? Yeah. Does yeah. every, you know, but the thing is just like in fiat or in cash, you still have like drug rings, you still have moth, you know, you still have illegal illicit situations, you still have, you know, whatever it is, right? Uh, or just, you know, selling, you know, selling whatever it is. But I think the point that I'm trying to make is that for those who are early adopters or creators in this industry, what we really do care about is how do we restructure the system and then that it's also accessible to people. And a really great example, a really great example is in a lot of developing countries, as well as different economic and social classes in the US alone, your first gateway to the internet is actually your mobile phone. Mm -hmm. Most people don't have a computer. My cousin grew up in the hood and she did not have a computer until she was 36. My friend Alex Shapiro didn't have a computer until yeah. like last year. Yes. <laughs> I didn't yes. have one. I didn't need one as an esthetician and it just didn't seem to me like why would I spend all that money on something that I'm not even going to use that much. Well, it turns out when you do a podcast, you actually need a right. laptop, so I had to buy one. Yeah. But, yeah. but to your so, point, yes, a lot of people, unless you need one for work, which is a perfect yeah. example. I, I have love having just less stuff. So to me, I was like, another fucking thing? I don't want right. it. Right. So I think I think it can be, to your point, profession. It can be about, you know, again, if I go back to my cousin, you know, she had to raise herself since she was 14, mm-hmm. right? And so she's been a huge role model because she had to raise herself when she was 14. She didn't have a lot of economic resources, mm-hmm. right? She didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of economic resources. And she was able to get to the places in her career that she could get to. But the thing is, you can see a stark contrast with those who grew up with the computer, mm-hmm. the you know, our generation of a silver spoon in the mouth. Mm-hmm. My silver spoon was the computer, yeah, right? Totally. Which is nuts. It's nuts to think about, totally. right? And so I think that when you talk about the democratization of crypto, then it's like, okay, a lot of people don't have laptops or computers, right? But almost everyone, regardless of economic status or career track, you all have a phone. Mm-hmm. And what works really, really well in the phone 
are these applications called crypto. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Ooh, that kind of gave me the chills. Yeah. And it's also, you know, I remember hearing, I, I don't know if it was about a blockchain documentary that I was watching or what it was, but in these countries, exactly what you're saying, like a lot of these third world countries, nobody has a computer, but everybody has a flip phone. And as soon as you open up that flip phone, the first thing that's on there is Facebook. Even if not just, and also it's worth mentioning that even if you do have a computer, you still have to pay for the internet. Like that's a whole nother not free thing that you need to pay for on top of buying this, you know, $500 to $3,000 machine. God, we pay so much money just to live. Just to live, right? And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, on the path to exist. <laughs> honestly, in this city and in, yeah. But that's a really, really, really good point that you made. God, the privileges. I. Right. It's easy to forget how privileged you are because thing, these things are so quote unquote normal and it's some kind of like a, embarrassed a little bit by that but um same yeah absolutely this is all so interesting and insightful so please continue and so if we continue on the conversation of how do we democratize access to crypto right we can even break it down to the granular right so now you know i saw your guys's faces your mind was blown right like this now it's like okay crypto is now being able to be accessed and everyone's phone everyone has a phone regardless of economic status right mm -hmm. that's one and then number two I'll give two really clear examples. One, if you want to buy a Tesla stock, you have to have at least a minimum of $700 or whatever it is just for one stock, mm -hmm. as an example, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people don't buy Bitcoin because it's like, I don't have 61000 to put in Bitcoin. Boo, you could, just, you could just buy a fraction of that Bitcoin. That's okay. Oh. That's okay. There you go. So for my sister's yeah. birthday, you know, she works as a nurse. I'm like, I will force shove this onto you. <laughs> so I gave her just a sliver, just just 500 bucks. That's it. Just a sliver. Like it's probably like zero point, you know, zero, zero, you know, whatever, a fraction of a Bitcoin. And periodically I was like, how much did your Bitcoin grow? So she'll go into her app. She's like, oh, it's like 800 bucks now, you know? And then it's like, oh, it went down to four. I'm like, it's okay, boo. Like it yeah. goes up and down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the different type of access. Right. So like now you, you don't have to you know, build wealth by just let me own a whole house or let me own a whole stock portfolio or let me own a whole 401k. You can, you can fractionalize, you can buy a piece of that, mm -hmm. right? One example. Number two, again, you know, our family, people of color, I, I will say that the way we interact with finances is very different. It, finances and interaction with finances is very cultural, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't like, you know, I'm just going to speak for my, for my family. Like they don't feel comfortable may it be a language barrier or an institutional you know misunderstanding of getting loans or banking products right so they rather go peer-to-peer -peer. Mm -hmm. they rather get banking loans or whatever it is from friends and families mm -hmm. right as an example now again that's a whole nother level of privilege as we talked about right you think about all these tech companies like oh you just raise money from your rich dad or you know your rich friends from harvard it's like great we didn't we don't have those connections yeah right so with again with crypto you can now have different options of being able to borrow money at a much smaller much smaller interest rate you can actually put your crypto into a savings account that is far better than the zero point what is it, zero one percent? Very, very small. Mm -hmm. Like at Citibank, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can have interest rates starting at a minimum of 7%. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's it. So like if you have $100 in USD, like dollars, excuse me, US dollars, or you have $100 in let's just say Bitcoin, you can get a 7% return on that $100 as an example. If it's $1,000, if you put $1,000 in there, you get $7 a month. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a coffee. You can... Yeah, you have a coffee fund. Right. You set aside. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, an, I'm gonna become an investor. I'm gonna have a fund, uh, right. it's my coffee fund, and you just have that cycle every seven, you know, seven dollars every month. You're like, all right, coffee's yeah. on me. Yeah. Right. So, so we think that this is, this is the difference, the the optionality, because now with all the different technologies that we have, we have different options. You can have the option to use an Airbnb. You have an option to have like your mental health screening on, you know, Talkspace or any kind of internet therapy for, you know, there's, there's options now, something that is suitable for you because everyone is so different and our financial needs are so different. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, you know, this democratization is how do we get to this democratization? And I think a huge part is to be able to find that um, support network because may it be in school, 
building technologies, building companies. I mean, think about all the mentors that you guys have had in your life. It can be long-term, it can be short-term. But for you to understand how to build your business, how to master your craft as Mm. crafts, as estheticians, right? You have had to really have these conversations with your peers and really learn by doing. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's why I really want to welcome people to, like the one thing I'll share is I, with a bunch of friends, founded an internet meme sorority. We're not a business. There is no financial anything. We literally are just women and allies on the internet who learn about crypto and blockchain and financial education together. That is it. It is just a support group. And and I I think, you know, Alex, with what you were saying earlier, for a very long time, I've worked in very male-dominated industries. And you'll ask these questions like, hey, how does this work? Or how do you do this? And what I've received in my own experience is, oh, you know, you just do your own research. I don't want to give financial advice or, oh, you, you know, they just, they just don't want to sound incorrect, hmm. right? Or something like that, mm-hmm. right? But what I found is having a peer group that is supportive. And, and I think especially when you are a marginalized community working in a very, you know, dominant space, by, may it be by men, whatever it is, you can come together and just say like, hey, let me explain this to you. Mm-hmm. So similarly, I did not understand, and I'm going to get a little technical here. I did not understand what a liquidity pool is. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, I was like, Ksenia, can you just, can, can we just have a one-on-one? She's, she's from the, um, she's from the group. Mm-hmm. And she said, great, we'll put one hour on the calendar. And I literally, we just sat down and talked about the physics behind token pairings on decentralized exchanges for a whole hour. And she would take the time to do that for me, but a lot of people in the industry wouldn't, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's all about having these peers and mentors to explain to each other. So uh, I will will share this with you. It's called Meta Gamma Delta. It's an internet parody sorority. I love that. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. That's really cute. Meta Gamma Delta. Yeah, I love that. That's really cute. So I love that I, all of this exists and I had no fucking idea. I know. I know. I do too. And I'm a little, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit intimidated because oh, same, it's, yeah. it sounds, I mean, it's so far from just, yes, where I'm starting what from. what we do. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. But I think that also investing period sounds very intimidating. And so I guess I say that because it's not, I don't want it to deter me, but I'm being honest is it's, it's. If anybody I guess is listening to this and they're just like, I have no idea what these people are talking about. It's I've heard these conversations many, many times over the years, and I've tried to read these articles kind of like you and I were talking about. And I think that you and I even joked because I was just like, All right, right, blockchain. I know that there's this machine and they're like mining for something and they're just spending all this time mining and then something comes up <laughs> and then that's how they know. But it's like those things don't actually fucking make sense to me. It's <laughs> just these words that I've read, you know? So one is to the people out there, just keep fucking listening and learning. And I think that that's part of like anything with life, right? Is like for sure. I yeah, I don't think it's ever normal also to like hear a little bit about something and be like, that's it, I'm doing it. Right. I mean, we're maybe a little like that. I mean, yes, I'm a hundred percent. But like I know that. that and I think especially when it comes to money, and like you were saying, Sydney, like with more marginalized groups, I think it's like scary. Yeah. And just like I don't know, yeah. what are they doing with my money? I've got two questions. One is, I believe, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, say probably am, that there's a reason that blockchain is safer than currency and why people want to use it more on the dark web than currency. But now that I'm saying this out loud, I think that I'm convoluting things. And is it that with blockchain, you can track where the crypto is because of blockchain? Or or am I not getting this right at all? Boo, I got you. You got, got me? You. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put like, a bookmark. lucky for you. I know everything <laughs> about crypto. Uh, I'll also put a bookmark about the comment where it's it's intimidating and where, where should we get started. So I'll get, I'll get to that. I put yeah. a bookmark on that. But I will say, I think, I think the question you had asked, which is, okay, so blockchain, how is it trackable? I know some people use it on the dark web. I don't understand and then how how is it tracked right yes and partially in it being tracked does that make it quote unquote safer like cash you spend Mm -hmm. it it's gone right where the fuck did it go who knows from Mm -hmm. i think (laughs) and the little bit of research that i've done that blockchain you can kind of watch that 
you can watch the crypt like the currency a little bit more and that's maybe why it's safer mm-hmm. and why people mm-hmm. say like this is better because it's harder to do sex trafficking when you have crypto because people mm-hmm. are watching where that money's coming from and where it mm-hmm. ends up mm-hmm. and so you start to think for those companies who don't want to adopt blockchain yeah why and you you yeah you're like oh you don't want your stuff tracked so wait so i'm not wrong mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Yes. Wow. You're good, Elizabeth. Look at you, <laughs> and I, Exactly. <laughs> and so I think word. I think that that's the thing is that like actually people don't realize this, but money is already so it's it's a long answer, but money is already currently being tracked. As an example, okay. so if you look at your, your your public universities, right, you can see the salaries of your professors. You can see the salaries of the football coach who makes significantly more than your philosophy professor, right? Mm-hmm. As an example, if you are a publicly traded company, let's say Bumble, the dating app again, you have, if you go, every company has an investor's page. We don't go to the investor page because we're just trying to swipe right or left. Mm-hmm. But if you go all the way down, there's going to be an investor's page and you can download like a eye-watering, like a hundred page investor document, in which line items where all the finances go, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's an example. This has nothing to do with crypto. You can yeah. track people's money. Right. Uh, yeah. Mm, right. Today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so when you talk about, um, you know, the dark web, I think there's a lot of we, people, we're like, what is the dark web? Right. I'll give an example. <laughs> it, you don't answer this. I'm just going to say for people back, if we throw back and people torrented DVDs back then or torrented music, that's the dark web. You you do want some shady shit, right? Right. So so that's that's what that is, right? That Those is the days. one piece of the or you know is that any different than selling CDs on you know on the streets? Who knows, right? right? So that's one ex- one example of the dark uh, dark web. Now, to your point, when you put a transaction uh, on the blockchain protocol, um, you're attaching the transaction to a line of code. That is it. And that line of code is just stored on the internet. It is um, anonymized. So mm. you can't see if this is like Elizabeth, if this is, you know, Alex's. If you want to not anonymize it, you literally just be like, oh, you see those series of like 12, 9, whatever digits? That's me. Like 0, 1, 6, 7, whatever. That's me. Right? right. That's how you would not anonymize it. So, so anyways, I think that, um, you know, to your question, how is this tracked? Yes. And, and there's two ways this has worked in people's favors. Um, people have, you know, will steal money, will do whatever. And guess what? This is all tracked. It's like when people steal, when it's like when your neighbors steal your Amazon boxes, it's like, you fool, you live in this <laughs> building. There's there's cameras on every floor. You just literally took my package and walked, like you just tell the building manager and they got you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So when people are like stealing stuff on, on the internet, it's like, okay. Cool. Just, all right. I'll see you in like a few days in court, like whatever. Right. Right, And then lastly, this has been caught many, many times where people, yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's essentially it. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. I'll make it short. So if I I, like that analogy. So for example, if I, um, (laughs) I got scammed over the internet. Christmas, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it because it doesn't hurt so much. We can only laugh now. We can only laugh now. It took me almost a year to be able to laugh about this, right? But long, I'll tell the the whole story eventually. But long story short, is I got scammed on Twitter thinking that I was buying a PlayStation Five. Clearly, I didn't. I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing but banned and blocked from this person. But if I had paid in bit in crypto. I could have somehow come after this person, right? Like there could have been some way, like basically because Zell, look, everybody told me not to do it. Zell said, bitch, you don't know them. Don't send you this, don't send them this money. Fucking Cash App said the same thing. Bitch, you don't know this dude. Don't send them this money. But if I had sent it via crypto and got nothing in return, is there a way that I could have come after this person? Like, is there a way to kind of like be more secure, I guess, in not getting scammed on the internet via crypto? Oh, there's a yes and a no. There's a yes and a no. Yes. If you sent this on like a Coinbase as an example, or if if you're brokering this through an entity like Coinbase or Gemini, Mm-hmm. then potentially yes, because technically your wallets or your accounts is still in a way custodian by or owned-ish by these companies. Mm-hmm. So in a way, yes. Now, if you're doing it on a, and this is very technical level, so this might not be applicable for a lot of people, but if you do it truly in a peer-to-peer fashion, so I, you send your money, your crypto directly to me, 
yes, you can find the transaction, but to get it back, unfortunately, there is no police. There is no internet police, right? Right, right. So I wouldn't say that would be the best deterrent. You mm-hmm. can see it, but like, it's just like chasing a burglar. Like you can see right. a burglar, you're still chasing the burglar. Like find but, my phone. I spit, I see you got my phone. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. Back. But they're not, doesn't mean they're going to give it back. <laughs> right. right. So, so I think that it's even beyond me, you know, frankly. Yeah. 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 And and as long as I've been in this industry, I also get scared. I'm like, damn it, Sydney, you should know better. But right. damn, are they creative nowadays? You know, <laughs> God, I'm going to tell that story sometime soon because it's not as I thought that I was a big dumb dumb. And then when I went back and replayed mm-hmm. the whole thing, it's like, no, girl, they got you. They mm-hmm. got you. You just mm-hmm. didn't the realize. Shame. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, got, I got scammed on Etsy. Yes, Etsy. On Etsy? Who, who Dude, do we that like? That is on low. Etsy. That's so rude. I know. It's like I'm trying to help you out, handmaker. <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. I've heard of exactly. other people getting scammed on Etsy, unfortunately. But I think uh, overall, sure. Etsy's great. Don't come for me. Etsy. But, but see, that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. Like you can get scammed anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. You have to be crypto. Like, yeah. 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 I got yeah. scammed. I think twice in my life. Once was crypto related, and once was not. So you know, it's, a, right. it's a two for one. You know, one on one. But and I think this is where it goes back to your conversation of like why this is so intimidating to get started. Because yeah, we hear about all the scams, but like. Girl, people die more from car crashes. People get mugged in the streets, but like you still walk the streets and you still drive your cars. Totally. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, you feel comfortable in driving because you've driven a bajillion times. You feel comfortable walking in the streets because you've walked in the streets a bajillion times. Yeah. And if you've worked in the industry, you know, five, seven, however many years, it's not until you're like, okay, yeah, I got scammed. It's like, okay. I got scammed in the street by someone selling a pen. I knew I was getting scammed, right. but I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you this. I'll buy the pen. Just like, yeah, I'll take the risk. Your life. I'll take the risk. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Right. So th- I think that's one part of the intimidating. And I think that, um, you know, where do I get started? I think this really comes back to like, let's say cooking. Right. Cooking is really intimidating. I hate cooking. Right. But basically, right now, how you're experiencing crypto, it's like, great, everyone. If you want to learn how to enjoy crypto. Like you need to make a Michelin star meal every single meal. And you're like, I'm just not going to get started then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if I ask you, like, what is the meal you want to make? And you're like, I just, a grilled cheese? Like, if I just put <laughs> two bread and cheese? I'm like, great. Then why don't we get started to learn how to cook? Let's start with a grilled cheese. Because it would be so unfair if I'm like, Elizabeth, Alex, you're going to make a Michelin star meal. Yeah. Off the bat. Right. So I think that when people are learning about crypto, they have to start with the PB and J, the grilled cheese, because you girl, you are gonna level up. And then one day you're gonna make that like Momofuku ramen bowl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. It's not there yet, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 And so I think that and I think, you know, the question of so then what is that grilled cheese in crypto? And I think in that's the what past you <laughs> Sorry for taking your line, Alex. <laughs> no, you read my mind. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's where, that's where we are now. So, you know, what is that grilled cheese? And I think in the past few days, weeks, you know, have you guys come across NFTs by any chance? I have come across NFTs, and it's funny because I'm trying to make my own NFTs, girl. Girl, I got you. So let's talk about it. I'm not oh, joking. Shit. Got you. <laughs> How about you, Alex? Have you heard of NFTs yes. anytime soon? Yeah. Yes. So I think that. NFTs is a great example of grilled cheese, right? Mm. People are like, okay, images. I can, I, I got pictures. I can do pictures. Yeah. Isn't that it? Right? Yeah. And so that's all you have to get started, right? Because Elizabeth, if I come to you and say, listen, you got to get crypto <laughs> and you have, to, you have to buy all this shit. And then you're like, I don't understand. But if you're like, I want to make an image, I'm like, okay. I got you. We start with the image. Yeah. But to be able to make the image, you have to use something called, you know, blockchain. If you want to transact or mint the image, you have to use Ethereum or crypto. And so you actually start to learn what kind of type of cheese, you know, Parmesan cheese doesn't melt as well as mozzarella, mm-hmm. right? And then you like, what kind of butter? Like if you use like you olive, like you, you try and put olive oil on your grilled cheese, like <laughs> canola oil. No, you actually learn like, actually, I need to use butter. Yeah. Right. And then you start to adjust the temperature. Um, and then you're like, I'm going to put some like bananas in my grilled cheese. You're like, okay. Right. So, but that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, like you're, uh, but, but you're then like, you, okay. <laughs> right. But then you, you start to learn. But if I just tell you immediately, like, go make this, you know, Michelin star, you know, ramen dish, you're like, yeah. I just don't even know where to start. Like, totally. fuck it. Like, 
For Vietnamese pho, did you know that the broth takes a minimum of 10 hours to make? Wow. That's why it tastes so good. That's why it tastes so good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if someone is like, I want Vietnamese, like, I'm not going to make this for you. We're going to go. I don't want to spend 10 hours to make this, and that's okay. Yeah. Right? So I think, Alex, you know, when anyone is adopting anything that is difficult, even exercise or working out, you just can't go to the gym, like, every single day, an hour a day getting ripped, right? You're like, okay, if I can just walk to the gym and walk back, like, that's Mm -hmm. the first step. Yeah. And you're like, well, now I'm at the gym. If I can just do 10 minutes at the gym and then walk back home. And then you, you start to level up. So yeah. that's the thing with crypto. You you just have to pick a thing that you're like into, right? If you're into fashion, do I have crypto fashion for you? If you're into pictures and images, <laughs> do I have images? If you're this into one. audio, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're into audio, right? That alone can be like I can I can associate crypto and blockchain to basically any kind of topic. I think it has to be a topical pursuit. Not just, yeah. Yeah. And for the people who work in the industry, it was always about the engineering aspect. Just like people who are engineers, they kill, uh, well, they care about building the application. They don't really care about like the TikToks and the social, whatever, right? Right. The applications, right? Right. But people became interested in technology because they're like, oh, I can become an influencer. I can make this kind of content. I can build this. That's when they became interested. But those who came to build this before, it was really about, either a financial infrastructure or a technological infrastructure. And now that is why we are, again, back at a different phase of this adoption curve. And that is okay. Um, yeah. This is so interesting. Go ahead. You go. Oh, I guess like how – okay, so let's say someone listening is like, I want to do this. Yeah. Like – Me. I want- <laughs> <laughs> Say it's me. Like how do I do – how do I start? What is my first step? Okay. Okay. So two. So two. I have two advice. One advice is just what I said. Like, Alex, what is one topic? It, just tell me one topic you're interested in. Mm. Cats. <laughs> Sorry. going to say Sorry. cats. <laughs> cats. Yo- cats. Yoga. Yoga. It can be cats. It can be yoga. So cats, if, if you want to learn about crypto and you want to do cats, like literally start with just type in the word cats and crypto, mm. right? And the two things you're going to see, number one, you're going to see crypto kitties, which is you can collect these digital kitties. You can collect digital kitties. These kitties are like $20,000 per kitty. What the fuck? Yeah, you can collect digital kitties. <laughs> There's a crypto ki- for everybody. There's a crypto for everybody. And that's, oh, girl, we, you and I can have a session. I will literally I sit with you to. and we'll talk about digital cats all day long. Yeah. And that's okay. And then number two. <laughs> that's okay. Number two, if you look at, cat, maybe you can do crypto, cats, like volunteer, maybe shelter, right? Then you can start to see what kind, how, like how do volunteer shelters or organizations or co-ops or collectives implement crypto into their shelter. Uh, you can get voting rights in a shelter. You can save cats. You can vote on how you want the treatment of these cats in these shelters, right? So just start with a topic that you're interested in. Like, it's at that, is, is that what you're saying? Is it's that widespread it, that we don't even realize that it infiltrates every so. aspect of our lives so, the way that it does? So, Elizabeth, back in the day, we're like, you guys, I'm building this thing called mobile. <laughs> and then you can invest in my mobile company. And yeah. I work on the mobile team at whatever. Right. right? But in 2021, it's like, uh, you don't need to say, mo- it's like redundant. Right. 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 It's, and, and it's not like I work at a mobile company. Like, and like unless if you literally work at T-Mobile, you don't work at a mobile company. <laughs> yeah. You work at a company. Well, it's even like have a- saying cell phone. It's like, you don't need to even say cell anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I realized yeah. that the other day, I'm like, my phone, it's my only phone. I don't have a landline. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. 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 So really, the way to get started is just to find a topic that you're interested in. It can be cats, yoga. Yes. There is literally, as we, there is a, a Twitter, in my Twitter inbox, my DMs are open, by the way. In my Twitter inbox, I had someone who's like, hey, I want to start a crypto decentralized organization where we can do spirituality and mindfulness and yoga and 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 how do we... And she literally asked, how do we incorporate all that? Wow. Mm. So I have a one-on-one with her to help her incorporate all of that together. Wow. So it, everything exists. So to get started with, without the intimidation, pick a topic that you like and then incorporate that into. So like if you're learning how to cook for the first time, I don't like French food. I'm not going to go and just make French food because I'm not really going to eat it. I also don't know what French food is. Blasphemy, right? It's mm-hmm. blasphemy, right? <laughs> but I'm going to make something that I like, right? So if I really, really just love eating tacos, you're like, 
you're going to be motivated to like, all right, tortilla, put some carne asada, some pico de gallo. Like, yeah. then you'll like yeah. actually want to make it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, but like, if I'm just like, all right, you know, here's some tech jargon. You're like, I don't, I don't care. But yeah. I'm like, Alex, kitties, digital kitties. You're like, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And I, I also think what I'm learning a lot from you and is all has always been my view on anything financial is like, oh, you need a lot of money to do that. Mm-hmm. Like you need a lot of money. Otherwise, like it's not for you. And I think this is, I think this is where the conversation is today is that you're actually very much learning that this can be for you. And this is how, because Mm -hmm. you, you can participate regardless of the amount of money you have and any single topic that exists, it can help you. It's the gateway drug to an education and, and kind of the future of assets. It's not just money. It's almost an easy way to like learn about it actually. Yeah. And so I think that that's exactly that's exactly where that goes because some people don't care about investing in homes. That's very boring or land where you can grow like either mushroom, weed, or cattle. Like no one wants to do that. Um, you know, some of these stock companies, no one cares. But we're actually expanding the definition of assets. Yeah. Right. Also, and to I be think- able to start small. Exactly. And like not to, I just want to kind of throw this out there. I remember my cousin came to visit over the summer and she's um, like 21. She just turned 21 and she was like, do you know, I just, she's just graduating college. She's getting ready to go to, well, now she's in med school, but she's like, you know, I just, I just got to invest in something. I just got to figure something out and invest in something. And I was like, to me, I didn't think that she was wrong, but the way in which, like how much this stressed her out, how she wasn't talking about what am I going to do after college? How, what am I going to do with my medical degree? How am I going to pay for my medical degree? She was really stressing out about what am I going to invest in? First of all, I was like, girl, do you have any money? That's none of my business. Okay. But I guess I like this because I think that this conversation is maybe happening more often than not. And maybe like, I just didn't know that because I'm not in this realm, but I think it's happening younger and younger. And, but I think it's happening in ways that are so far out of the grasp of like what's truly possible. It's like when I first started finding, you know, finding out about finance, I made this joke before that I was like, okay, great. So I want to, I want to find the best weed company and invest in that. Right. And then I found, I was listening to this um, podcast and it was this guy that was a hedge fund owner, like the the largest weed hedge fund owner. Right. And so I was like, that's my guy. Go to the website. Why can't I figure out how to invest? My dumb ass don't know what a hedge fund is. I'm like, why is that? (laughs) But that's my point is it's like I had this idea. I knew I needed I wanted to be in this investing game. I know I love weed, so I want to invest in weed, but I don't know anything in between. I don't I really don't understand the nuances in between. I want to invest my money in a hedge fund. And I think that's probably where a lot of people are. And I think that's kind of where my cousin was, was she was just like, I got to invest in something. I got to invest in something. And so I, I guess I'm bringing this up because I love that this this conversation kind of knocks all of that down and just brings it down to, girl, you like chewing cheese. gum? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, what'd you say? A grilled cheese. A grilled cheese. Exactly. Just so, so basic. It makes it so attainable that it's like, okay, girl, now go focus on medical school because I don't need you failing out of medical school because you're worried about investing in something. I mean, honestly, you know, usually when I hear anything related to finance, I, the number one thing I think is it's not for me. Mm -hmm. The number two thing I think is I don't get it. Number three is just like, this is for rich old white men. Yeah. And so I really appreciate you breaking down a part of it that is it is for me. Attainable. You know? Totally yeah. attainable. And I love that your answer was, Alex, what are you interested in? Type in that plus crypto and go. <laughs> like I was going to not enough. say cats, but then I was like, oh, let's be real. But I love I, a cat. <laughs> am I not like a white lady living in Brooklyn? I'm like, I like cats and yoga. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, and I think, you know, to your point, why has it attracted to your three bullet points? Old white men, rich people, and just not for me. The thing is, is that, the financial system, Elizabeth, what you asked, but isn't it working? It's worked for them for so long. Yeah. And that's how they've kept it that way as an example. Right. And so as I we got chills. End, oh, I know. Me sorry. Too. I just I got know. chills with you saying that because it's the truth. It's a hundred percent the truth. And we're fucking brainwashed into thinking that it's working for us and it's not. And that it's not for you. But mm-hmm. the thing is you deserve money. You deserve wealth. You deserve like a peace of mind that your cousin is looking for, mm-hmm. right? And the thing about investing that is different than making money is that you have compounding time. And as we talk about beauty and aging and motherhood and all of that stuff, what is 
diminishing is our time on this planet, our ability to not just make money, but be able to have our assets work for us just like their assets who work for them. Mm-hmm. So if you look at uh, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, his salary is only $80,000 a year because he won't get taxed on all of his stock, all of his assets, all of his money. So crypto wow. isn't just money, it's assets. Wow. Right? So if you work as a nurse or if you work at whatever. Dude, sorry. I got, we got to back up for one second because what mm. you just said is very, very fucking important. Because here we are, everybody's screaming anti-capitalism, fuck Jeff Bezos. And that's a very, very, very important part of what you just said is it's the system that works in fucked up ways that I didn't even fucking think. This motherfucker's sitting on assets. It's not even cash. It's not even flowing cash. It's what we think that this shit is going to be worth in however many years. Or like this idea of what it's worth. Which is even crazier is that it's not even real. None of this shit is real. Yeah. Sorry. You just blew my mind for a hot second. Yeah, 100%. blew my fucking mind. So he knows the system. He knows that if I go over $80,000, I have to pay money on all my assets. So he's like, I'm going to keep it at 80. I'm going to cap it at 80. I don't have to pay taxes on all of my assets. He Billions. doesn't even have to he doesn't even have to liquidate his asset. He doesn't have to sell his stock. He can borrow against the stock. So this is the education that we're talking about. <laughs> so Am mad. I right? I'm so fucking Dude, mad right now. The fine lines between legal and illegal oh, in this country so blow my fucking mind. And the power that wealthy people have with that is crazy. And so this is the experience. I mean, I love the look on your guys' faces. And this is <laughs> And so, Alex, back to the second bullet point I want to share with you. You were asking, so how do we get started, right? I, literally, I welcome you and any anyone else who wants to join every Wednesday, twice a month. We women, we just get on a Zoom. And two things, what is the project you're working on? And how we as a collective women, how do we help you? Like, what is it that you're building? Okay, this is where you get grants. Yeah. This is where you get funny, funding. Right. We're going to sign up for this. We might need we're this. Yes. sign up for this. this for, yes, for example, for, sure. <laughs> for example, joking. yeah, no, I, I run, I run a $1 million grant, wow. right? All I do is literally, what are you building? Great. Here's 5,000. Here's 10,000. We don't take any of your business. All we do is give you money. Just give us a thank you, a little shout out, you know, that's it. And go build. Mm-hmm. That's it. And w- again, with our sorority, our internet, you know, meme sorority, Metagamma Delta, we fundraised on Twitter. We did a fake cookie sale on Twitter <laughs> as a joke. Girls got cookies. And in about, you know, seven days, we raised $1 donations, $38,000. Wow. For men, women, allies, just so that we can re-give this money out to mm-hmm. other uh, founders who are women who are just building something in crypto. Wow. That's it. Yeah. So, Alex, for example, if you want to do something in yoga and crypto, I can introduce you to this other woman in my inbox who also wants to do the same thing. She's also in New York. You guys can come together, build this together, and, you know, learn about crypto, right? That's that's really it. That's that's it. We need some crypto in True Beauty yeah. Brooklyn for yeah. sure. And I can, I can teach yeah, we you anywhere make from your merch store. I can tie crypto to, from your merch store to your audio files to every, everything. Yeah, we got to get every, this. This is so we gotta crazy, get this, like, we gotta, Yeah, we got to get and this going. This is the but future. that's the thing is that everything is integrated just like mobile phones. Just So it's no yeah. longer... Here is a smart device. Here is a fo- you know mobile app. Here is whatever it is. So I think again back to your question is like how do I get started? Two things, just start with the one topic that you want to you're interested in. It may be kitties or yoga. Just type in your interest. It's just like cooking, right? Like yeah. I like tacos. I want to learn how to make tacos. <laughs> I like pizza. But if you don't like pizza, and I'm telling you to go make pizza, you're not gonna go make it. Yeah, you're just not interested. You know, you know, do you want to make vegan food? I love vegan food, but right. And then number two is just have a support group. Just talk to people. This is that's literally it. But talk mm-hmm. to people that are like trustworthy, not people who are just scamming scammers. Like weird parts of Reddit, and Reddit's great. There's a great you know community there. But the point is, it's like. If you don't trust your peers, how will you trust to learn from them? You have to learn from a, a peer ecosystem that you trust. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I feel like there's more. I, que- I feel like I, I've okay. got more questions leaving than I did coming in. I'm not going to lie. That's we might need so, a part two at some point. We're going to need a part two for sure. But for now, will you just tell our listeners how they can find you, how they can support you, how we can keep learning from you on all of the social places and the podcasts? Oh, thanks. Well, my podcast is a very technical podcast. It's called Decoded. So it's just interviews with other primarily engineers talking about 
How was Slack made? How Ooh. was Twilio made? Uh, Square, if you want to learn about Square Cash app, we have an engineer from Facebook, or I'm sorry, Meta, who will be coming on as Fucking well. Meta. Yeah, right, right? <laughs> so if you want to learn how those companies were made, you know, Amazon, all that stuff, every episode is just about how were those made. So it's called Decoded. Now, I think more related to the specific episode about crypto or peer mentorship around finances, there's really, I guess, two things. Number one, if you want to reach me, my DMs are open. It's just my Twitter handle, Sydney Lai, S-Y-D-N-E-Y-L-A-I. So if you have any questions like, hey, I'm working on this project, I help every single one. If I don't know the right answer, I will direct you to someone who knows how to help you. And then number two, if you do want to participate with other women, just learning about how to explore crypto, blockchain, whatever project that you're trying to build, and just want to make memes and have fun, Meta, Gamma, Delta. So I'll drop that uh, for you in the show notes, but Meta, Gamma, Delta. And then you can just join the Zoom calls on Wednesday and just learn. That's, that's, that's it. And you'll, you'll find your grilled cheese sandwich to get started with. Yeah, I love this. This is such I, an enlightening conversation and it's just so... I feel so empowered. Totally, I feel totally empowered. Well, also I've got so many more questions. We have to have you back on soon because I'm not ready to go buy any cheese yet or bread or butter but i will start googling them girls are burned you know yeah the different I, I melt I, temperatures do you yeah. know what i mean she's been burned by the ps5 scam <laughs> i think for the fans of true beauty podcast let let your hosts know if this is something you want a second conversation about let them know on twitter let them know on you know where, wherever they can find you yeah and just if there's any feedback of like hey we could possibly have a different conversation on this or it can just be one episode, not even related to crypto, but just about financial equity. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Private wealth. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to work as a wealth manager at banks such as Wells Fargo, Credit Suisse. And so that's actually where I got started. And I then I became it. an engineer specifically in tech and finance. Wow. That's after really cool. Traditional it banking. is. Yeah. yeah. And you're that's a cool background to have that, that you have a background in traditional banking. Totally. And I think that you and, and your mission is so, so, so important. I mean, I don't even need to say it again. These Our listeners know that I'm just here for women and I stand women. And thank you. Just thank you for all of the work that you do. Thank you for yeah, speaking with you. us. Thank you for everything. This is so fucking enlightening. And my mind is... And for talking blown. and explaining things in a way that like yes. actually made sense to me. Actually made sense. <laughs> yeah. For yeah the no, first and thank time. you for making this platform for just women everywhere. So I, I actually really appreciate you guys because I wouldn't be able to share this if you guys didn't create this. So you see the inter the interconnectedness of everything. Totally. Right? Yeah, so yeah. like you're able to help women influence other women. So I think you. Is that blockchain? Is that what blockchain is? <laughs> wow. Connectivity. Connectivity. Hey. Oh, hey. How did you all like that? Does it make more sense to you now? If not, that's fine. It doesn't make much more sense to me, but <laughs> I want to keep learning. I want to keep digging around. I no, I feel like I, I have a way better grasp now of just, you know, I think, and it, we touched upon this, how it's just really intimidating. When The word invest mm -hmm. is intimidating and just sounds rich to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? It does. I mean, but we invest in all these other ways, right? Like we invest in ourselves. That's what we're always talking about. We're talking about investing in your skin. We talk about investing your time. Our generation won't bat twice, bat their eyes twice at like investing in Hon skincare. Honestly, a five hundred dollars skincare, but routine. investing in stocks were like that's the terrifying. Fuck, right? You'll burn your skin off, but you're like putting money <laughs> buying Bitcoin. How could I ever do that? Hilarious. Dum dums. Not anymore. You guys aren't dum dums. I'm calling myself a dum dum for not believing <laughs> in myself until today. But definitely go follow Sydney. And, um, yeah, I think that it's also, whether it's something that you're going to be a part of or not, it's just important to know these fucking things. Yes. You but are all these other a part people of it. know, especially other wealthy people know. Yes. Listen, guys, that's like the most important part is whether you like to or not, you're a part of it. Whether you choose to participate or not, you're a part of it. This is the way that our country works. They just don't want you to know. So you've been participating. You just chose to opt out. You got to opt in. Yeah. Sounds very culty. Well, it does. It's the cults of the dollar. We're all a part of it. <laughs> it's true. 
Um, let us know what you guys think. You can always write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, even if you have any questions for Sydney, I'm sure we could just forward them to her. Right, or you guys could ask her directly. <laughs> or that. I was just like, don't bother us. You can bother us, but just I can't kidding, guarantee just that we're going to forward the message. You know, we can get a little lost in our inbox Oh my sometimes. God, we're really bad sometimes. Sometimes. Not anymore. We've we're good with great. like, no, but with listener letters, it's like the one thing we're actually I know, good we're just with. like, they like us or they hate us. Either way, you guys get an emotion. Um, what else can they do? Um, you can follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at True Beauty Broken Podcast. Oh my goodness, do you know what else? We've got some new holiday merch. <gasps> guys, go look at our merch. We've got tote bags. To Who doesn't carry like a good all tote? your groceries and your gifts? <laughs> like Who doesn't song? love a good tote? I love a good tote. I love it. I'm always looking for good totes. This one is a really nice size. I carry all of our podcasting equipment here and back the other day. So it can fit a couple mics. You can fit an H- H6. <laughs> what do you Zoom mean? Zoom tote. It's very durable. <laughs> it's great, but you can get it for, you know, your, um, who can you get it for? Anybody, you guys. You're going to say you can get a low, low price for $99. Who wants a True Beauty Brooklyn tote for Christmas? Your therapist. Some of our clients tell us that they tell their therapists to listen to the show. I love that. You can get it for your mother-in-law. Therapists are listening to us like, oh. No, no, no. We don't need any more totes. Thanks so much. <laughs> Already got mine from WNYC. I'm good. <laughs> but you can check that out on the Exactly Right merch store and support us and support um, us. Us. <laughs> we need support. <laughs> you can also find us on the gram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. I think you already said that. At the Brown Elizabeth Taylor also. What's your name? My personal one. Oh. Tell them. They already know. They're going to listen to the episode behind us. At Alex Lindley. And that's it. We love you guys. I we'll should keep track soon. of how many of you follow me and then unfollow me because I don't post anything. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> they all jump ship. Don't jump ship, guys. We'll see you here next time. We love you. Bye. Bye. This has been a COCBK production. Produced by us. Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our engineer is Bart Tripoli. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com slash ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.